If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Oh, hour number two, right here on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. Skill Alexander, live from the South Point. Kelly Bidlin, producer number nine. So much more than a producer is here as well. And because it's hour number two on a Thursday, that means but one thing unscripted with the crack man. <laughs> Bill Crackin' Bugger. Sorry, it's wonderful music. Bill Crackenberger, everybody. At Bill Crackman with the gay on Twitter. Thanks. How you, you doing? Uh, I'm great. You said as you walked in here, and you sort of gave us a hint of this last week. I was walking slow. You're walking slow. Uh, look, have you ever seen me with a coffee here? No. Never, ever. And a big one at that. And a big one, yeah. Well, that's, there was no line. Usually the Starbucks has a great... Giant line yeah. over there. That's probably one of the busiest Starbucks on the chain. Yeah. Because there's a, I counted today, 11 people behind the counter. You use the app? Do you ever use the app? No. Bidlin uses the app. Oh, really? Yeah. So you just have the app and pull out and go right. Today I didn't need it. Points for days. Out. By <laughs> the way, <laughs> it's kind of terrible. They don't have a they don't have a thing there, Kelly. You would know they don't have a thing where I can make put my own creams and and, and sponges in there. They don't uh, have, I, mean, I think they do it all behind the counter. all behind the yeah. counter. Like yeah. like when did that start? Yeah, because the other Starbucks they don't do it. Like, I think I don't. I'm not I really think, a Starbucks yeah, fan. I'm not, I'm not sure what's mm. all around there too. Because you mm. know me, I just do my drive by. I just grab it and walk away. You got that kind of juice just, over it, there. It, it it literally even though she put three creams in there, it tastes like mud from so, Africa. So the reason so the reason that you are. Uh, walking slowly is because your guest finally left. 31 straight days here. I got them rooms, too, for every day. Uh, that's not an easy accomplishment, especially the last seven nights in a row at the win. It's hard to get seven Whoa. nights. Places don't want to give you more than four. Yeah. Uh, I actually got seven nights in a row at the win. Luxury. And then before that, they were at um, – I get rooms at the Strat, too, because I have a good connection there with the Strat <laughs> and the Arizona Trail. Let one me just one tell you thing something. is not like the other. Yeah. Let me tell you. The 19th and 20th floor, the strats all redone. They put, like, a ton of money in the place. The rooms are actually okay, though. But one thing you don't want to do. I had a friend come out. I got him seven nights. Uh, this this was last year, just like these guys. But these, these were South Philly guys. You know, they're used to sleeping in, um, with, you know, whatever, <laughs> sleeping bags. Uh, but uh, I was going to say, do the people at the strat know that you got people at the win at the same yeah, time? Yeah, right. No, but, but yeah. last year he, he, he stayed at the, at the win and then went to the strat. And he's like, you can't, I can you, you can't do it in never that order. do that again. That not order. in that order. Not in that order. No, yeah. absolutely um, not. The win is, as my friend Scott calls it, it's um, Fantasy Island. It is. And and the, the outdoor, I went to the pool with with uh, with them the last like four days, 
And uh, it beat me up because now I'm beat up. I'm walking slow. I'm, I'm even though I had some, you know, cream on it. Just it just got you, me. Oh, you, Bill Krakenberger has yeah. has sunburn on his forearms. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I guess you know. You Did could, you wear sunscreen? Did you put on? I sunscreen? wore a little sunscreen on my, my body. Yeah, but you know, you know, when you got my body, you have to buy a whole thing of sunscreen. Does Bill Krakenberger go shirtless at the wind pool? Yeah, of course. You? Okay. I'm just yeah. Wondering. I'm just wondering. Yeah. Just wondering, oh, we want the full view of this. Yeah. Full, full and they have, the, they have a European pool, by the way, where everyone's shirtless. <laughs> just to let you know. Uh, Mandalay does as well. Yeah, they have, they have one the there. The optional pool, they call it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, I didn't go over there. I just yeah. know it's on the other side of the blackjack and stuff. I took some nice videos, the outdoor blackjack, the outdoor. But when you're there, you realize, wow, is, does anyone else have this? There's a guy that walks out. He's playing a sax, and he's playing. And I'm like, look at this guy. Does does he get paid? Or I didn't know. And sure enough, he does get Wait, paid. Wait, there's a dude playing a sax. Oh yeah, he's a roaming pool? sax player. It's on my Twitter. He's a roaming sax player. That's new. Goes around <laughs> That's playing <new>. sax. <laughs> That's and a new then, feature. And then they have a uh, uh, I don't know what's that. What would that be called? A falconer. I don't know. Like she comes out there with a <laughs> bird. falconer out there? And what? she chases away <laughs> the birds so they don't bother the patrons, the regular birds. Really? Yeah. So I put it on my Twitter. Uh, yeah, the bird just goes and she just points with a clicker and he flies and just, he doesn't, I actually went over and talked to her because I'm like, wouldn't the natural instincts of the bird sure. be to kill the other birds? Sure. No, he's oh, trained. He's trained. Just to go and scare them off. And not Listen, come back. Bill, any good falconer knows that you can do that kind New of dream thing. New it, dream job. New dream. I'm out of here. Yeah, I no, never start it, training. It, it, at the he's like, this pool. is Fantasy Island. They don't realize they got how a funny, paid bird. Wait, how funny would that be? Is like if what, at some point after this show, I happen to end up at the wind pool and I'm like, is that Kelly holding a falcon? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've always respected those people. That's amazing. Then you can do the they have two of them. There's two there. There's two ladies there. I, I spoke to one of them, one of the two, and I was. I, and she's like, I was like, can I stand here? She goes, Yeah, that's good distance. He, <laughs> he gets a little nervous sometimes, but he'll come right back to me. I took a video of him coming oh, really? back. He came right back. He usually gives him a little food. How do you suppose one ends up with the job falconer? No yeah. idea. What do you think the path is for I that? I don't know. You were born into like a like a circus family or something like that. I don't yeah. really know. I would like, think I she know. gets. I would think they get paid a lot more money I than think, you think. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Kelly, you just you just said you respected the Falconer, and then you went circus down. Oh, I've always <laughs> I've always wondered the same thing. How yeah. do you get into it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so anyway, it, it is though. It's it's amazing to see that bird, uh, such a giant bird, by the way, giant. just fly there and not eat the other birds. <laughs> like you know, you can just patch picture by accident. And he grabs the bird and blood all over the patrons laying out. Doesn't bring you sunscreen for your forearms, though, yeah. does it? Yeah. Oh, oh. By the way, I gotta tell you, boy, there's a lot of fake people. Oh, like, like, like I, I, I just, I guess I don't notice it, I guess. What do you mean? They're fake. just fake, man. They got the, the, oh, the physically, the, physically, the oh, lips, the face, the well, butt. Dude. The, 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 you know, I mean, I, I, I just, I cannot believe how many girls are, I'm just not up to date, I guess. Maybe that's just the way it is. No. Or the you, win. You, it's, I don't know if it's, I'm, I'm sure that, well, no, I'm sure that's a good point. I'm sure the percentage, the rate of seeing that is higher in Vegas than it is elsewhere. Yeah. And is probably a subset higher at the win wow. than it is in Vegas, yeah. right, as, as a whole. So, yeah, the by, the, by the way, the win is fantastic. Oh, it but, is. But it's, you're right, because I noticed the same thing, and I always, is there a little voice in your head that says, did they, does that person know that that doesn't look good? I swear, the one that was laying, she was laying on yeah. the steps going yeah. into the pool. You have to, like, step around her. I was like, wow, does this girl it's realize little, yeah, what little. she looks like here? You know, and, and, and she's just laying in the way just because it's her world, no one else's. Everybody has vanities for sure, but I, I just do think that the body dysmorphia is, is rising.
I mean, I'll tell yeah. you, I think some of them, like, what they, they yeah. actually take a shot. I guess it's a shot to get their butt bigger like that. But it's some of them. I've I seen some girls that look disgusting. I mean, I, yeah. I couldn't believe it. But very pretty girls. The biggest, I, the biggest thing that's happening now, let's moving away from, from choices of surgery and that sort of thing is, and we talked about this a little bit a few weeks ago, is everybody, I'm talking about like all of Hollywood, all everybody who's on TV, and LA, they're all taking these diet drugs now that right. used to be specifically for diabetes, sure. right? Uh, or, as yeah. Wilford Brim, or as Wilford Brimley used to say, diabetes. Oh, wow. Um, I loved him. You or your wife have diabetes. <laughs> um, but now they're they're FDA approved for weight loss. Right. So if you can get to the right doctor, all these people are taking now. No one knows what the repercussions of it. But I've asked people who've taken. I'm like, are you worried about the repercussions? They're like, no. Look at me. Right. No one cares. Wow. Right. So there's Nobody like cares. it's every year, every as time moves on. There's all these different things that people are doing. Let me tell you. you go over to the Tower Suites at the Wynn, which is the over by Tableau. Yeah. Which has, by the way, which has the best lemon lemon uh, pancakes. I forgot. Tableau that. is is in the back there. In the back there. Yeah. You can't really find it. You today. can't really find this. Yeah. security guard outside. Yes. You have to like say, I'm just going to... The one time I was there, I was like, oh, there's Tyson Fury next to me. Like, I mean, it's really oh, wow. tucked away. It's yeah. so nice back there. Yes, though. it is. So anyway, uh, I, I did go there, for, by the way. Lemon ricotta pancakes, by the way. Uh, I asked Fezzik yesterday. I was like, where are the best... I, I wanted to use my Caesars points. You, yeah. By the way, you and Fezzik have to have the seven stars debate. I do. Uh, you guys have to have a yeah. live seven stars debate. But I said, where, where are the best uh, pancakes? Uh, at a Caesar's property, he goes, I don't know. But if you go to the Wind Tableau, those are the best pancakes oh, he knew. in town. Yes, he Tableau. He knew. He knew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, but if you go back to, to the Wind Tower Suites, it is so beautiful. By the, way, by the way, even the regular resort guests can go out that way, and, and it's just so beautiful there. That whole check-in area. I'll tell you a story. I was at a restaurant. Victor Dre owned it. It's not there anymore. Oh, I think it was, it was called Botero. It was called Botero. It was between the Wynn and the Encore, more towards the Encore side. It's not there anymore. Victor Dre was in there. Literally, they sat me next to the next table over from Victor Dre and Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, they allowed him to smoke in the restaurant, by the way. Uh, and then later on in the night, I wind up seeing him all by himself, literally over by the tower suites there. He was... Feeling very good. He knocked over a whole plant and it went everywhere, right by the tower suites there. I actually helped him to the elevator. He was very nice, by the way. But I actually helped him to the elevator all by himself. That same elevator I seen, because I was staying in the tower suites, I seen Sharon and Ozzy in the same elevator. And they were so nice, too. Just nice to know people are nice in, in that those kind of people. Uh, you know, what's his name has a lot of... Um, you know, he has he has some problems, Mel Gibson, with I, people. I think this is where I say, uh, sure, if I could, uh, you, you would you wouldn't even help him in the elevator. No, no, I he had some uh, bad anti. I, I thought about it after. I said, well, look what I just did for this guy. Put him in the right elevator. Yeah, I said, uh, and you know, his big mouth because he does have it. But I tell you, I loved him when I was a kid in, in some of the movies he was in. But you're right. Yeah, he, until you find out he's a horrible human being. Yeah, he 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 has some bad bad things. This this was about ten years ago. But anyway. And uh, Sharon and Ozzy, I seen there about the same time, and they were they were very nice. So now your your friends are gone. They're 30, gone. Thirty one days where you ate breakfast and dinner out every out, single breakfast day. every day out. I would I would go home mostly, but then the last week though I did not. I was out the whole twelve gambled at 15 night. hours. Gambled at night every night. We we were you know for me to actually I, I, it's funny I take him to, to the airport last night. I said you know do you realize what, what's going on here? You guys both have more money than you came with. Like literally, one guy had two thousand. He plays poker though. Yeah. Oh, by the way, he said the poker in Vegas. He play because they live they live uh, in Margate, New Jersey. 
and and they're both from South Philly, though. They have family there, but they play in, in live, which is a very good place to play in Philadelphia, over the right over the Walton Bridge, and in Atlantic City. But they said nothing like Vegas. The Vegas one two two five no limit games. You literally just let other people bet for you. I wonder what you know. Fez plays poker. I, I don't. But this is we, we've talked about this before, though. As a as a sports better, as those of us who just bet sports twenty four seven. Yep. Isn't it amazing that we have the audacity sometimes? Because I know I have this in my head, and I laugh at myself because I walk by poker rooms and I'm like, oh, those poor souls. <laughs> <laughs> like I, like I'm a physician or especially something, right? grinding it out like that, playing one two, oh, winning one hundred and forty dollars a night, two ten, hundred and eight. But anyway, they said the the best poker they've ever played, and the, and the World Series isn't even here yet That's for right. another week. What was their favorite spot to play? The win, no limit games, and uh, some of the off properties, not the Bellagio, not Aria. Okay. So. More with Bill Krakenberger. Ask him about uh, the new entry limits in Survivor and millions. On the other side, unscripted with the Crackman, Bill Krakenberger, Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You'll also get unlimited access to our VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event, date, and more. Check the top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand for VSIN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now for only $9.99 at VSIN.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. We get tweets. At BD the book, always appreciate it. Buddhist man is laughing at us, Kelly, because he was saying uh, just a tour to four segment, fellas. <laughs> he said, you guys with a word salad about arena scheduling dilemmas during the NBA and NHL playoffs, followed by Kelly saying, I have no idea how they schedule. <laughs> and then the Bryce Young, CJ Stroud season passing yards. Who's betting this market? I said, hey, look, at least you know we're authentic on this. We sort of got to something at the yeah, end. Okay. We did. We did with the hockey. We absolutely did. 
Uh, J-Rod, the only thing that would uh, make the wind pool better than a falcon chasing birds is Kelly pronouncing tennis names out loud for everybody's entertainment at the pool. Jason H-11, picture Kelly walking around the Toptional pool blasting away on a saxophone. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool. Then he occasionally interrupts his serenade to yell out, splitting bets. Uh, Rick Ollier, Billy has the hookup at the Strat. I wonder if he can get me a few nights at the El Cortez. John Balduzzi. In another world long ago, and before I got into political consulting, I was a very good saxophone player. Always wondered where I would be if I made it a, a career. Now I know. Jamming John Coltrane hits at the win <laughs> while Kelly scares geese with his pet falcon. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> Kelly did Google off air because we're all very fascinated by being a falconer. How does one become a falconer? You have some information on the win falconer? What is this? Yeah, I mean, uh, J-Rod's going to enjoy this because it's another name I'm going to uh, butcher. But uh, Siobhan Gavelder apparently is a a the there's a single couple that handles all this at the wind. They breed hawks apparently here in Vegas. Wow. Uh, they handle this at the wind. There are three hawks that the wind pool utilizes. One is utilized at a time. Apparently, you can't have multiple hawks in the air. And this is it's even better than I thought. So apparently, all the 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 pesky birds will perch up on the trees around the pool. Yes. So what they do is they, like, point it like a laser pointer. That's it. They train the hawk with a laser pointer. Wow. And they just point it at the tree, and the hawk goes, whee, like, straight at the tree, scares off the bird, comes right back, gets a snack, like Bill was talking. Do they have a monopoly on the falconer market here in Vegas? (laughs) It kind of sounds like that, Gil, because beyond just the wind pool, apparently they are are contracted by multiple casino and hotels in town to take uh, control of the pigeon problem at the pools. That's great. Let's get these two on the show. I, I, no, they're they're must-get. I'm writing must down get. the name right now. Must-get. We got to get our buddy O's back on the show to a me- the mentalist, and then we got to have the Falconers. He, he's he's so big time. And then we got to have Fezzik debating crack about seven stars, and then we got to have Fezzik and Jeff Benson <laughs> on so I can ask him what the hell happens to them when they get on Twitter. That's the show right there. That's a July show if I've ever heard one. Yeah, yeah. You you uh you have a scam. Got a couple things that I wrote scam down. Scam you'd like to report? Yeah. Well, first I'm sure this is old news. Uh, Air is free on is on Amazon. I mean, Air is on Amazon. If you haven't seen it, I, I was literally it was great. It was great. That's with, what I with, hear. With Matt Damon. Everybody and, loves it. It was great. I didn't think I'd like it. I'm not really a. I'm not really into the NBA. I wasn't about the NBA. It was just about. But uh, it was fantastic. What a great, great thing to see. And when you see it, you realize how good it was. Especially it's it's all the '80s music I grew up on because it. it was the '80s. You know, really cool. Um, Something I'll talk about that happened, a very serious thing. It's going on in town here. So uh, it's a scam. Guy had a hat on, older guy, I don't know, 65, something like that. And he has a fistful of money. I mean, a fistful. I don't know. What, uh, he really shouldn't even use that much. It's more. It looks more of a scam with a fistful. He should just use some. But he had a fistful of money. Of course, hundreds on the outside. You could tell by the discoloration of the other money. It's singles inside or fives or tens, especially tens. You can always tell. So he has, he's walking around a casino like this, and he's dressed pretty well. Which casino? <laughs> I hate to say it. At the win, it okay. was. I don't think he'll be there. I don't think he'll be there much longer though, yeah. because um, the, uh, the situation that happened with. Uh, me and my friends here. So he uh, he's walking around, but he, the victim he picks is a tourist or someone that's touristy. So he picked the guy that we're with, but we weren't with him at the time. He was by himself walking in the casino. Eighty-two-year-old man dressed in a you know he dresses every day. He puts he puts a, a sport coat on. Sometimes suits. He just he dresses great. So he, he's dressed very well. He's walking around, 
And this guy comes up to him and says, hey, hey, hey. He goes, hey. He goes, uh, I got to show you something here. He says, see this machine, this Ultimate X machine? The Ultimate X is going to hit next hand. It says active on it. In fact, people that know the machines, they'll know what I'm talking about. It's a video poker machine. He goes, uh, you, you can play the next hand. It's $100, but play it because I just, hit, I just hit the one over here, and I can't hit any more. They're already on to me. It's active, though. You can play it. So immediately he calls me because he knows I know a lot about machines. And I'm, I'm, and I'm actually, I'm, I was actually there in the sports book. I run right out, and then right away, you know, I, I see what the guy's doing. I tell him, I said, what are you talking about? That was last hand that it was hit, the two times and the four times and the 12. It's not this hand. What are you doing here? The guy literally ran away. So now um, I said to my buddy, I said, listen, don't, don't talk to anyone. You know what I mean? You, should, you know better, too. He's a guy from Jersey originally. He said, yeah, I know, but if it was something there he, and he just had this handful of money. So even a sharp guy, by the way, sharp New Jersey, North Jersey guy, even him was a little bit like, wow, he has all this money in his hand, and he says he can't play over there. They're watching him. And, and it was a total scam. What the guy's trying to get you to do is put money in a machine, and if it, whatever happens that hand, he'll split with you. You know what I mean? He'll, he'll say, oh, yeah, I'll give him my half. We, we did good. Maybe he gets a roll for 4000 It's a 10-play machine, so 10 hands, and it's a total scam. So now he walked away, but I have this thing in me where I'm, I'm thick-headed. Good for so you. Immediately I call my, my other friend that's in the sports book. Yeah. And I said, come on, come over here. I said, uh, and, and my friend, my 82 year friend, no, please, Billy, don't start nothing. I said, listen, I want this guy out of here. He's scanned. I get, you know, they, they walk from casino to casino. It happened at Treasure Island when I was there one time, 10 years ago, scamming an old lady. You know, you're a tourist. Someone will, they'll just believe anything. This machine's about to hit. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about the guy on, on, on uh, you know, YouTube who's scamming people, charging them 1800 telling them uh, what machines are going to hit. This, so, is about, this is about as simple a scam as it gets, though. Pretty, he has yeah. money in his hand, so it looks like, wow, this guy's got a lot of money, and he can't play no more because, you know, he got in trouble walking around playing these machines. And, and, so now I tell my friend and my friend, like, literally, we walk right up to the guy because the guy, he's leaving, but he's talking to two other friends. So there's three of them. But I have a friend that doesn't care if there's 10 of them. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got those black eyes. He's not scared of anything, you know. And uh, we go up to him, and, and he says, and now the guy tries to say he's with somebody. He goes, yo, I'm with, I'm with this Tony from New York. And Because I don't care. First of all, if you're with somebody – you're never going to mention their name. Wait, I know it's an old thing. Wait, I know. With, with him as if to scare you off. Like yeah, of course. Oh, he, goes, okay. Yo, he goes, wait a minute. I, you know, I'm with, I'm with Tony. He mentioned the name from New York. Oh, Tony. Yeah, I'm with Tony. And first of all, if you, if you really are with somebody and you mention their name, yeah. you're going to catch a crack. <laughs> you're going right. to catch a smack. Don't you, that's not what name. you do. But anyway, of course, he's with nobody. And uh, literally just, just told him to get out of here. Not the, and the three of them, not the, and not to come back in there. And, and they listened they listen right. Because my friend said, I don't give a who you're with. Your friend said, That's was, my your, uncle. Your That's my who, uncle. You wanted to scam, scam me. And he, he did something very bad. I, 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 I regretted calling him over because he, he's a street kid. And he literally grabbed the money out of his hand. <laughs> oh, wow. You can't do that. You can't do that. I literally got him to give the money back to him. By the way, it was exactly what I said. It was five, all fives and ones inside with the hundred on the outside. Where in the casino exactly did he grab the money? Where there could inside be the casino, cameras, slot, oh. right in the slots. He, they were scamming somebody else. There was a lady they were scamming. The, the other two guys were scamming a lady. So now we're now we're now we're interrupting with their scam, yelling at them in the middle of the casino, you know. But I have really good connections all the way to the top at the I, I was gonna say I know all somebody, the way to the top. I know somebody too. So you could tell, uh, yeah. like, like I, I because you know it's a shame. Security would be afraid 
right now to do anything unless they absolutely know what's going on because their fear of being sued and, you know, whatever's going on here with cancel culture, all this garbage. So they'd be probably afraid to do anything. I'd have to explain to them the whole scam, and maybe I'm not explaining it here. Trust me, I know all about the Ultimate X machines. I know exactly what they're doing, and I know that fake bankroll. So the fake bankroll gives it away for me with the hundreds on the outside. And he's dressed pretty well. The guy he has a hat on. He's from, I'm from New York. And, you know, and that, that means no, nothing. But, no, but you're right. Because there's no, like, in other words, you think about some of the other scams that go on in a casino. Since there's no, like, I'm just thinking like a stick man in a crap game slipping a chip into his pocket. There's no physical evidence yeah. yes. of something. That's it. Very good, Gil. That's there's right. no. I'd have to explain, have and they'd to have to believe it. me. Yeah. And what this guy, but if they look at the cameras carefully, they could see oh, they could this guy handling. Why would you walk all around with this money? <laughs> and he still had it, and they didn't run out of the casino. So, and but the only mistake my friend made was was grabbing his money. I said, "No, you got to give that back to him. We're gonna, you're staying here. You're gonna get thrown out of here. Yeah. You, you can't grab his money. Not was, here, outside. You could. But thing, this guy was, you know, he, he wants to throw names around. That doesn't work. The thing about this though is, it, it is so clear that this happens. Multiple times a day, multiple scams in every casino in town. I thought about that. I said, wow, this is going on at the win. Yeah. What's happening on Excalibur? Oh, for sure. Like, what's happening at Luxor? And as, and as you know, because I know people at the win too, they're sharp. They pick up on everything. They might, but, it, but you're right. They have to piece it together. You have to piece it together. They have to piece it together. I told the story once on air about there was somebody there who was an employee who was stealing, but they couldn't figure out how they were getting the money out of the building, and that took a long time to figure yeah. out. You yeah. Know? So. You know what also was a given before we get off here on commercial? As soon as we went over there, the two of us, the other two guys, instead of standing there and sticking up for their, they ran out of the casino. So you know it's a, it's a scam, you know? Uh, anyway. Sounds like another good job for the Hawks. Yeah. Get them right. on there. Yeah, it all we, comes we back. Indoor, <laughs> indoor it all comes back to the Falconers. More with Crackman. Bill Crackenberger on the other side. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. So you see, Kelly, there's this guy named Tom Sandoval, and he is with this girl named Ariana, and he cheats on her with this game with this girl named Raquel, whose real name is Rachel, and the whole thing is one big scandoval. Pablo Sandoval? Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Windhawks! Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits! Yet another way that Visa is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check them out. All today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Skill Alexander, we get tweets at beating the book. Uh, Mark Descard. He said, "If you get O's back on, you better not think of you better not have him think of the name of your sushi place." Oh, that wow. would be awesome. That would be great. That's the segment. Yeah. Yep. Get it out of me, O's Perlman. <laughs> your boys with O's, right? That's your guy. Yeah, he was cool. He's the man. Yeah, he was cool. Corbin, can we ask Vinny or Chrissy if they would be interested in putting some numbers up on the Hawks? Uh, talking about the Falconer now, the Hawks uh, over under on amount of seconds it takes them to scare away the other birds. I think it would be a real hit. If you build it, they will come. Thank you, Corbin. If you build it, they will come. That's what I say to Vinny all the time. And Kelly posting the article, by the way, about them, in case you're interested. Mark Geiger, in-house attorney in numbers game. Reminds me of the old racetrack trick. He's talking about your scam that you're just talking about here, Bill. He said you act like you got inside info, get six squares to buy you a winning ticket on six different horses. One's going to win. You tell the other five, the jock gave him a bad ride. Right. Creeps. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I got one, too. I got a, Please. a DM. Please. Mike Zill Duke 90. Uh, he, he's a fan of the show. He follows me, follows us all. 
He said, I, I had an iPhone stolen from me at a slot at New York, New York on Tuesday. The video saw a guy grab it and run for the door. Everyone, please be careful. I've lost an iPhone 10 on the East Coast, and, and, and they, someone turned it in. It seems like someone always turns it in. You know, you're right. I've, I've actually lost oh. a phone on the East Coast, and they have turned it in the casino at least twice. Uh, Mike, you're right. My brother was here two weeks ago. Same thing happened. Put his iPhone down, down apparently. Right, right. Turned up mysteriously at the pool a few hours later. Oh, how, he got it back. He got huh? it back. I said to him, I go, I said, did you see the person who retrieved it and gave it back to you? Did you see them, quote unquote, find the phone? And he said, no, I did not. Interesting question. I go, hmm, interesting. So I don't know what's. So, how did he get it back? How did they find it at the pool? Some video dude who runs the pool. Yeah, they, no, he has the. Uh, fu- you have your find, find your phone. Find, yeah, thing. you should always have that. So if you have find a my laptop iPhone. or an iPad or an iPad yeah. where you have your find your phone thing, you can locate it. But they didn't let him go get it. Someone else did. Wow. So yeah, because think about that. the wars that can happen there. Oh yeah. So, yeah. This guy has it. It says it's right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's on him. Take well, your pants off. So what did you? Bro- <laughs> <laughs> so wait, did you, did, you, did you think something happened? Like somebody I took just, it? I just felt that it was. I just then, felt that it was a little strange. It is that that is. that he that someone just randomly produced it. Because I'm always suspicious. It's like, oh, where'd you find it? Right, yeah. So randomly. We also talked about pawn shops like last week. Wait, yep. wait, I never understand people that steal phones. What are you getting for a phone? Like it cripples. If any one of us had our phone stolen, it would be terrible, right? Like like life crippling. You'd have to figure out a bunch of crap. What are you getting at? What are you taking to the pawn shop for 40 bucks? Easily, yeah. there's yeah. guys that break the J- code. Jailbreak the thing. Jailbreak yeah. the phone. Yeah. And, and a new iPhone, on, you look, look, on, look on them on eBay and stuff, you could actually get, you know, 500, 700, really? 800 bucks. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they, just, they break the code, See, Kelly's erase not, everything. Kelly, or, you're not criminal-minded, man. That's yeah. why you don't know. Go That's on. good for you. Yeah. Good, for, good you. for you. Hawks train to scoop up iPhones. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, you know what I want to talk about here? Besides, uh, well, first of all, before we get to this, uh, Circa, because I'm curious if you have any, any interest in this. You um, participated in both Millions and Survivor yes. last year. Oh, yeah. They So Mike Palm and uh, Derek Stevens. Derek Stevens and Mike Palm were on uh, Follow the Money earlier this morning with Mitch and Paul. And they said, so now $6 million guarantee in Millions, $8 million guarantee in Survivor. Max five entries now in Millions, 10 per person in Survivor. So they moved it up. And I, and I joked. I was like, well, some people have more than 10 anyway. But I'm saying, like, you're all in on this yeah. again next year. Yeah, of course. You love Survivor. Sure. Yeah, I do. Do you play millions too, or no? I, I do, but I, I, you know, I, there's a. I, I shouldn't say there's a bigger luck factor in millions because there's a the survivor really proved to be um, an amazing challenge. It's uh, amazing. It it's is. awesome. So I, I wouldn't even say that no more. But, but again, the reason I ask you is because you, those of us who who grew up on the East Coast, and I'll say this till the day I die because it was the greatest thing ever. There was a famous pool that existed. Um, and it went all, it went all the way down the eastern seaboard. It got to us in D.C. It got shut down by the feds eventually. It got so big. You know the one I'm talking yep. about. And and so Survivor was always this thing that we were obsessed with. And so good sure. on Derek for making so for institutionalizing it into a legal contest here in the state. For some reason, they don't get shut down in Staten Island. They don't. Staten Island, they have their own <laughs> little law and order there. It's like a little. It's like an island that is just filled of of high level gamblers. But anyway, so they have the big pools there. But uh, so ten entries. I'm hearing this for the first time. Yeah. Just remind me, what was the guarantee last year? Six million. Six million. So now they go to eight, but there's more yeah. entries. 
Yes. Yeah. And, and do they think there'll be an overlay? Um, I would say maybe because people aren't going to, you know, 10,000 layout for 10 entries. But uh, yet, then again, I have two friends that want max entries. Yeah, I was going to say, so, who knows? We don't know. Yeah. It'll be one of those things where like, oh, we're behind, we're behind, we're behind the pace. Right. And then at the end, it'll be tons yeah. of people, you know. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up with you, um, and we I didn't say this before the show, but off air we were talking about this is, Devin Haney yep. and Vasily Lomachenko. Yes. This was at the MGM Grand Garden Arena yep. uh, for the lightweight championship of the world. And um, went the distance. All three yep. judges turned in scorecards that narrowly favored Haney. David Sutherland had it 115-113 in favor of Haney. Tim Cheatham had it 115-113 in favor of Haney. And Dave Moretti had it 116-112 in favor of Devin Haney and still undisputed champion of the lightweight division. And you had this to say about So this. I went to dinner on Wednesday night with some of the top boxing writers in the world. Um, Keith Eidick from Jersey and the boxing scene. Uh, Sam Gordon from the RJR paper here in town. Declan Warrington from the Sunday London, London Times. These guys are boxing guys. And all three of them, uh, and, and by the way, Steve Pratt, who's, who's a, it was a marketing guy for um, uh, HBO, I'm not sorry, Showtime, if you remember him, he was the guy that also did for action. That's where I met him. But anyway, so we went to dinner over at MGM. All three guys said that, that really a live dog here. Plus two was, you know, Circa had plus 260 at fight time on uh, on the underdog there, Lomachenko, which has now shorted his name for Loma. So uh, Loma was plus 260 at fight time. So um, I didn't bite, but I knew all three of those guys said the dog there, and I'm just a boxing fan. I said something stinks here. Circa, it was the best odds by far, uh, plus 250 all day. Uh, someone sharp there. Someone knew something there that, that they were betting the favorite there. Big, big amounts. So I didn't bite, but uh, I watched the fight. I was rooting, even though I didn't have an interest in it, I was rooting for Loma. Uh, after the shove the day before uh, at the weigh-in, Haney just was nervous. You know, that's, that's a nervous tick. You just shoved a giant shove, too. Really bad. I thought it was really, really... And, and not from him. He's normally a good guy, so I'm surprised he would do that. But So I watched the fight. And I gave it. The, I gave the fight to Lomo. I gave the fight uh, seven to five for for Loma. And uh, even the boxing guys I know. And I was talking to Teddy on every single round, talking to him at the end of the fight. But the telltale sign, in which I put up, I sent Teddy the tweet at DraftKings. He was minus five to one, um, anywhere from minus four twenty five to minus five twenty five. They put up they put up live odds during the fight and after each round. So, and they're usually pretty much spot on that if they have a big favorite like that. So they were minus five and a quarter. As a matter of fact, Paul, Paulie Malinaji put up a, a, also a, 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 not a tweet, but one, one Instagram post. And the same thing, he's like, wow, five to one. And they gave the fight to the other person. And by the way, like I said, I had him winning. But it was a close enough fight. In the early rounds, you could have gave it to either one. So I, if it was a draw or maybe even one point the other way, I would have said, okay. Uh, when I her first heard the first score, 116-112, I said, well, that's you could see that too oh. for, for Loma. You could see that too. They said that he was the first score they gave. So uh, Dave Moretti has 116-112. I said, all right, well, Loma won. Right, right there I said Loma won. Then the other two guys, 115-113, and they announced Haney. I was out of my mind. Wow. How 116-112, I immediately wanted to see his scorecard. 
Uh, there's a good boxing guy here in town. We even though he is Steven Vegas. Right away, I'm back and forth with him. I, I got the card. Moretti gave the 10th. He gave five of the last six rounds to Loma. I'm sorry, to Haney, which clearly was crazy. Um, I said after Triple G, after Canelo, Canelo Triple, Triple G. After Canelo Triple G 2, yeah. and I had Triple G. And he, yeah. I think one card was a draw. The other two were slightly favored Canelo. I remember saying that night. I said, I'm never betting this sport again. Because when Adelaide Bird was involved in too, she, she was terrible. Terrible. Uh, her husband, Robert Bird, I mean, they're, they're, they train people to do this, too, I imagine. But, yeah, she was she was awful. By the she way, knew Mar- nothing. Moretti was one of the three judges, the famous uh, Leonard Hagler. He was great he for was, years. He was he actually had one of the you know more reasonable scorecards after that one. Huh. Remember that good, was good. the one where it was one fifteen one thirteen for Hagler. Moretti had it one fifteen one thirteen for Leonard, and it was JoJo Guerra who had wow. it one eighteen one ten for the new middleweight yeah. champion of the world, Sugar Ray Leonard. But he gave to tenth tenth round. You cannot give to. It was such. It, it, literally, it's corruption or incompetence. Uh, you know, it's something's up. He's and, I, and I just don't, and I don't want to be involved in either of those. No, in, it's in terrible. I just terrible don't. what I've seen there that night. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up with the crack man, Bill Krakenberger, numbers game, Visa, the sports betting network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer, Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. If you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20. MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800- 
Gambler. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the feedback. Chris Hartman, Gil, uh, you could be a biddliner. Point a laser at annoying patrons outside the studio, have Kelly run them off, and then give him a snack when he returns. <laughs> <laughs> there was just some people outside snapping photos. Yeah, give him them. a snack when he returns. <laughs> That's hey, great. Make a shot, and then we're talking. I work oh for drinks. Oh, my God. Brian <laughs> M. Guessing college lines, pronouncing WTA members, the Price is Right Tech Edition with Kelly Midland. Uh, this is from Midzy. Did not have Gil bringing up Vanderpump rules on my bingo card for today. <laughs> says, I'll never forget when I saw Patrick Maher on the show. Let me just tell you this about Patrick. Patrick is the greatest example of how a show like that can completely twist based on how they want to portray you in editing. Um, he is the nicest human being on earth. Yep. Let me just throw that out there. Charles in Connecticut. Oh, this is good. Thanks for the iPhone info. A lot of the newer slot machines, oh, you'll like this, Bill. A lot of the newer slot machines have a charger built in on the console. Yes. I have always been cautious using them and always kept a close eye on it while exposed because it seemed risky. This confirms it never again. And by the way, Charles, let me just add to this. Let me just add to this. We see people here, we, you know, outside of the studio, the slot machines are like a, you know, literally like a chip shot away from us, not even a putt away from us. We see people all the time casually just put their phone down. Yes. Do their thing. I'm like, Charles brings up a great point here. Absolutely. I forgot does. this, especially in the newer casinos and newer machines. Mm-hmm. They all have charging stations. You go into high limit, you'll see. Even, even not high limit. He is right. They have places you could put the phone right on the charger. You know, there's no plug-in or nothing required, and that charges the phone. And I'm always tempted to do it, actually, but I never did it. You know, I just keep my phone in my pocket. But once in a while, I'll keep it out. But this trip, my friend lost his phone and went back and got it. It was in the same spot. But thank you for that tweet because that, that is the newer machines. Mm-hmm. They, they're trying to help people, you know, leaving uh, you know your, your phone to get charged while you're playing because they, they want you to stay longer. That's the, the idea is to, <laughs> to get you to gamble longer. Don't think they're doing a service for you. Uh, so, so that's a very good tweet, though. You're right, but here, just seeing right from here, you could stand in the studio, and you're right, Gil. And yeah. you know, the the this place has the plastic up between the machines on most of them. But what I mean, the machines are back to back, so. Someone on the other side can reach over at a lot of the casinos and grab whatever you put in the middle. You won't even notice sometimes. Mm-hmm. They're professionals. Yeah. So, but now the casinos are, are, are catched on to that. Most of them have a, have a plastic plexiglass or something in between. But some don't. So some thank don't. you for that. Master of puppets. I'm still butthurt about the decision. Hagler won that fight. He's still 26 years later. He's still, excuse me, 30, pardon me, 36 years later. Wow. He's, still, he's still upset about that decision. Wow. Ray Leonard who had been out of boxing, he had, he had fought one time in about a four-year, five-year period at that point in 1987, April 6, 1987. And Marvelous Marvin Hagler, who had changed his name legally to that at that point, was just the unbeatable middleweight fighter of the world. And Ray Leonard always thought he could beat Marvin Hagler. Huh. And he went in there and he did the old stealing of the rounds. Wow. Now, back then you were in high school, so right? Am I, am I yep. thinking right? Mm-hmm. Were you a boxing fan, though? Oh. Do you remember? Oh, you. and I was the, I mean, I grew up where, where Ray Leonard grew up. So wow. we were the biggest yeah. Sugar Ray fans sure. there ever was. Now, interestingly, I happened to watch that um, closed circuit, right? And, and it's funny because there were people at the Capitol Center in D.C., watching that fight on closed circuit. And there were people at the Boston Garden watching Marvin Hagler from Brockton, Mass. Oh, wow. And it was one of these amazing things, and this speaks to boxing. The Boston Garden crowd was convinced Hagler won the fight. Huh. The Capitol Center crowd oh was convinced God. Leonard won the fight, Jesus. right, because of the, of the yeah, biases. Sure. And in the end, 
you know, two judges probably scored it correctly. One barely for Hagler, one barely for Leonard. And then there was the one Jojo Guerra who had Giant Leonard outlier. winning by eight. And even those of us who, you know, love Leonard, who love Sugar Sugar Ray, by the way, is just my, I, I once spoke to him and I like, such became, a nice, and very became, nice guy, right? I became a little boy. Like, oh, I was wow. just like, oh my God. He's such a nice guy. I met him at the Cosmo. He's a very nice guy. I met, uh, you know, Hagler too, though, up at the Boxing Hall of Fame. He was so nice. So he's these a, guys were a, so nice. Hagler, Hearns, Le- I will say Tommy Hearns, the hitman, the Motor City Cobra. Very nice guy. His too. only crime was that he existed when Marvin Hagler and Sugar Ray Leonard existed. Yeah. Because other, yeah. if he was in any other era, right, he would have been an unbeatable champion. Yep. And I would argue of all the great fights, we're talking about 87, Hagler and Leonard, but of all the great fights, Leonard Hearns won in 1981, might be the greatest single fight. I know Hagler Hearns was the greatest eight minutes of boxing right. where they pummeled each other, but but Leonard Hearns won where Hearns detached Leonard's retina, yeah. and then Leonard from the depths where Angelo Dundee's in the corner saying, you're, you're blowing it, kid, you're blowing it. And Leonard's comeback in that. I mean, I'm getting chills just talking. Sure. About it. It's the greatest fight I'll ever And to meet those seen. guys, I, I've met yeah. them with Teddy. So Teddy has introduced and they, they've yeah. been so nice, those, all yeah. of them, actually. Boxers in general. It's the biggest thing Vegas misses today. The, yeah. The, the, it's the big fight, the, the big outdoor bo- fights boxing, at Caesars Palace. Boxing and, being ruined, you know, yeah. for all the reasons, for all the financial reasons. Of the pay. It just, I can't imagine what it was like here going to a big prize fight. Yeah. You know, um, I, we'll, we'll have, we'll have uh, now after. The, the hockey and after the NBA it gets a little slower and you find things to talk about. We're going to have, uh, if you'd want, we'll have Michael Moore on the show, heavyweight champ, Michael oh, Moore, yeah. who, who, who beat Evander Holyfield for the heavyweight title, then lost the next fight to, you know, if you guys remember George Foreman, George Foreman's comeback. Uh, unbelievable. Jim- Ted, Teddy just said, stay away from just 12th round. We're, we're winning just to, and he went <laughs> and out and, and just stay away from him. We got it. Jim Lampley's call famously. Yeah. It happened. It, it happened. happened. That's exactly what he said. That was his call. You're a boxing guy. Oh, I love it. It happened. That's exactly. It happened. And, and Foreman's standing there. Just, looking, just stay away from him. This is, uh, by the way, when I play Todd Wishnev in tennis, I have a two-pronged strategy. Have I ever told you this? Find, locate the fat man, <laughs> locate him, and then hit the ball where he isn't. It's a two-pronged strategy. Well, it works out pretty well, yeah. <laughs> and I, I have problem executing the second part of it. You know that's what's funny? Games like that, I, that strategy has yeah. been utilized against me, Gil, and I've yeah. literally yelled at friends or opponents to stop <laughs> doing that. It's two-pronged. <laughs> um, no, no. So, Michael Moore, you have him on? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a good friend. He's a friend of mine. We're, we're, I'm actually going to Florida next week. I'm going to... Uh, I'll, I'll be with him for a day or so. So yeah, he, he's a he's a, just a good guy, so, heavyweight champion. He told me on my podcast. Uh, I really should save it for here for him to tell you. He's like Bill, made forty five million, forty five million in my career. I made. I can't pay my rent next month. I'm just worried about paying rent. Are my, you serious? Yeah. And the reason for that is. Having entourages, having private planes, and having oh. people. And back then, they took more. Brutal. The promoter took oh, more. Yeah, the, the, the manager took more. The, you know, there was so much money that was taken. You know, he made $10 million in one fight. He said, I got $2.2 million out of it. You know, that, that, was, that was his end. Um, Who was that, Aram or Don King or those Don guys? Don King. Yeah. yeah, that's the Don King era, and uh, it may have been Aram, too. So then I'd, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence Jr. Oh, that's going to be fun. Big money. This is, this Giant is, paydays. This is the fight everybody's been waiting oh, yeah. for, right? July 29th. Yeah, here in Vegas. This is for the undisputed welterweight champion at T-Mobile Arena. Yeah. Um, this is one of those big fights, guys. This, this uh, is big. You know, I know it's not everyone just, like, it seems like after Mayweather we haven't got any big fights. This no. is big. This is big. And and these guys are going to be getting, you know, eight how, figures each. How many years have they tried to make this They've fight? tried to make it for years, yeah. yeah. This, this will be, uh, 
And, you know, it's funny. I, I watched Teddy's podcast this weekend, and when they asked him who he, who he liked in this fight, I was pretty surprised. Or it was an interview he did, actually. You see a number anywhere, Kelly? I'm looking yeah, at it's pick. It's about It's about minus 130, something like that. In um, favor Crawford. of Crawford. Crawford. Um, I'll, I'll just tell you, pound for pound, uh, at one time, that both of these guys may have been like right there, and and so these, this this is a giant fight, and uh, uh, it's going to be a big it's giant for this town. What did Teddy say? Oh, he, he likes Crawford. One forty one forty five on Crawford minus one forty. Oh, you see 135. that one thirty five. Okay. Yeah. one thirty five. Crawford. Yeah. yeah, so he likes he likes Crawford. Before we go on, I just want to say, um, I'm not going to be here next week, so I'll, I'll be in Florida. Okay. But um, so the Golden Knights. My friends went. To, I have tickets to every game, by the way, and I don't. I haven't went to a single game this season. I'm pretty, pretty stupid. But uh, so my friends went and went to went to the game the other night. They said how good it was. I was great, and I forgot. I went to a couple of the games last year and the season before. It's such a fan friendly atmosphere. Such a great child friendly. Listen, yeah. if you guys get a chance to go, if we, you know, the Vegas Golden Knights coming home here, this is going to be. If they do come home versus Dallas, I, I think they're going to beat Dallas one of these two games. I think they play away two games tonight. Tonight is game tonight four. is one, and they then can close and then, it out tonight. And then I think. If they don't close it, I think they play one more in Dallas on Monday. I'm not positive. No, they, they come back here. For they game they come back in. Oh, yep. so Don Best is actually wrong. It's amazing. Yep. Oh, that's nothing actually amazing for, for them. But anyway, um, it's really a fun, fan friendly, unbelievable atmosphere. And then uh, you know we, we got a championship team here. So let's see what happens. Bill Krakenberger, everybody, unscripted with the Crackman every Thursday right here on the Numbers Game at Veasan, the Sports Betting Network. At Bill Crackman with the K on Twitter. Thank you, Billy. As always, Thank you. appreciate it. I'm about to do a French Open podcast with Dan Weston and Drew Dinsick. For those interested in the deep dive, beating the book where all podcasts are distributed. Lombardi Line is next. Enjoy from Veasan, the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 